you are now tuned in to Cup of Grind with Jada D. This is your daily dose of what's real in entrepreneurship. This podcast is intended for the new business owner, the person with a really good idea but not sure where to begin, and that person working at a job dreaming of the day that they can work for themselves. It's grind time. What's up, what's up? It's your girl, Jada D. And I'm here with another cup of grind. My guest today is an amazing woman that saw a need in her community and decided to do something about it. I'm speaking of your mobile mommy, Ashley Gladney. She is a 32-year-old mother of one. And throughout her life, babysitting and caring for people has really been something that came natural to her. While working part-time as a nanny, you know, she just decided she dreamed of opening a babysitting agency and noticed that babysitting was an actual industry and something that she should do in her hometown. After working and going to college, realizing, you know what, this isn't for me. I really got to do my own thing. She jumped out of there, did a leap of faith, and opened up Mobile Mommy, which she launched in 2016. Mobile Mommy is a mobile childcare agency that provides temporary and comprehensive childcare to exclusive clientele. With over 15 years of experience of providing quality childcare to families in need, and with her professional experience in the healthcare industry, Ashley has been able to offer high quality experiences for families. Her first priority is ensuring that her clients and their family satisfaction are exceeded and that the sitter's knowledge, safety, and responsibilities are provided. Listen, listen to her story, listen to her nuggets, listen to her journey. Check it out. What's up, Ashley? Hi, how are you? I'm good. It's been a while, but I see you doing your thing. I am trying. It's a struggle, but I am trying. (laughs) Listen, I'm glad you started out by saying it's a struggle because a lot of people have a misconception of what it means to be a business owner. So definitely happy to have you here on a cup of grind for sure thank you thank you no problem so I have definitely been one of those people that have been watching you from afar really impressed at um you finding a need and I you know really seeing there was something that was needed in, in in Memphis and you did something about it um more people, of course, should do that. That's really what business is about, you know, identifying a need and solving that problem. So congratulations to you on doing that. Thank you. Thank you. So how long have you been in business? I've been in business for two and a half years now. Okay. And how does it feel? Like you made it to like the two-year mark. It feels great. But even though I've made it to the two-year mark, I still feel like there's so much more for me to do. Um, it's so much more for me to add on. And I just feel like um, I just need to go and do more. So, like, tell us some of the services you currently offer, and then what do you mean by do more? Like, what is more for you? More is be able to service more of the community versus maybe one type of maybe one type of the community or one type of um bracket gotcha whether it's currently or in the future what's your ideal client my ideal client is a client that is you know 
has been searching for a babysitter, needs someone they can trust to come to their home to take care of their children so they won't have to worry, and that's very appreciative um, of our services and of us to um, just be there and, you know, trust us to uh, take care of their children, which we do very well and which we take pride in. So, my ideal customer or client is um, someone who really needs uh, this service and, you know, we're just there to try to be a blessing to families. Absolutely. So are most of your services just in homes? Because I think I've seen you, you know, provide services at events and things like that. What are the services that you really offer to the community currently? Uh, we offer corporate events. Um, there are uh, different community events um, that they have that they offer free child care uh, child care services to. So Mobile Mommy, um, we come in, we babysit the children while the parents get uh, job training um, and maybe listen to different seminars on how to get their resumes in order. We also provide child care in nurseries and also wedding services. Now we started off just uh, being nannies and babysitters, but it just ended up branching off with the needs of the community and different people. Listen, you said you want to do more. It sounds like you're doing a lot. So don't don't downplay yourself. You're doing a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think that oftentimes, you know, I'm guilty of it as well. We are um, hard on ourselves. We're super hard on ourselves. But, you know, one thing that I can tell you that my therapist shared with me, which I think is really important, is that we should treat ourselves like we treat other people. So don't beat yourself up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you, you, um, you know, you are in business in literally like the most, you have the most important responsibility ever, which is childcare. So like, how did you get into this industry? How did you know that this, the childcare industry was for you? It was something that I've always done. I grew up taking care of babysitting and babysitting children. I was always the neighborhood babysitter, the church babysitter. Um, I, you know, always love healthcare and children. So I went to school, you know, to do healthcare as I was babysitting. And as I started in the healthcare field, it just wasn't doing it to me. So I decided to come back what I love, uh, to do what I love, you know, the original plan that I thought of, the dream. Yeah. Okay. So the dream, you, I'm assuming you were working for a while. And from there, at what point did you say, you know what, I'm ready to take this thing full time? When I felt like my full-time job was getting in the way of clients. When I'm having clients calling to schedule and I can't, I can't book my clients because I need to come to my nine to five, which I'm dragging my feet to go in. Mm -hmm. And, you know, why should I have to drag my feet to go and work? Why do I hate? coming in this place it shouldn't be like that I want to be happy every yeah. day when I go to work and I want to like to go there so you know I have a mentor and she owns a couple of businesses she owns one here in Memphis and one in Chicago and I text her I said hey I think it's time for me to leave this job 
I believe, you know, I, I really think that if I push really hard, you know, that I can make it. And she said, if you believe that, you fight hard. You fight like your life depended on it and you'll be okay. And that's what I've been doing and it's been okay. That's what's up. And I'm glad you mentioned having a mentor. Um, and how do you do you feel like mentorship is essential for um being in business and being a business owner? Yes, it is, because you have your different points. You have your highs and your lows. And when you have your lows, you need someone to talk to. You need someone who's doing the same thing as you're doing. You need someone who think like you think, who, you know, think that, you know, it's okay to just everyone would just leave a job and, you know, forget about 401k. You need someone who think like you think will cheer you on and say it's okay to do that but you have to do this that and that and you have to be willing to do this that and that right so like when you first you know I I know you have a mentor that you're speaking of when you first started in business though um, did you have this person in your life that was kind of pushing you or did this kind of happen after you um, got into business Um, it happened after we're actually right before I started uh, in business, she actually had a women's empowerment event and I went to the event and, you know, there was also, you know, around the time when I was feeling like, uh, do I really want to do this? And by the time I left that event, I felt like I can just rule the world. And so, you know, after that, she made sure she was like, you call me, we can go to lunch, you make sure you stay in touch. And that was very important. And that's very important for us to have other entrepreneurs willing to um, lend a helping hand and, you know, talk you through and, you know, just help and give advice. Absolutely. So, you know, as after being in business for a couple of years now, what do you wish that you knew before you started out? I wish I would have not spent so much on marketing materials in the beginning. Mm. We have social media, which is a free marketing tool. Everyone's on social media. Yeah. So you really to to just keep your overhead down and keep it minimum and to the minimum and just try to, you know, just build yourself up without spending money and and just go as hard as you can. So I know people are listening and they're like, okay, well, what's minimum? Like what what are some of the basic things that you feel like you could have just had I could have had just these few things alone um and I probably would have still been at the level of success I am now what are the basics for you well actually I'm kind of cheap so I really didn't spend a whole lot of money I started out with about a thousand dollars and that was uh, a website I got a few t-shirts made and maybe like pins and things like that but it stayed in boxes oh but (laughs) but you have my facebook page that's popping all the time in reviews 
and I'm saying this, uh, and of course, a website is needed. Everywhere you go, every type of business you talk to, every client that asks about a website. So, of course, that was needed. But other things, and um, you should um, buy this to help your business and, and buy this catalog. No. You just keep your overhead down as minimal as possible and market on social media. Use your free outlets and and get you a mentor, someone who's willing to help and give you real advice and just keep going and don't stop. Yeah, I think that it's good that you mentioned um, and hit on social media because I definitely feel like, like you said, that's a free tool. And I think if you can learn the way that it works for your industry, you it can be powerful and it can definitely be like your your main and primary marketing tool if you use it correctly. I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. So like earlier we talked about your ideal client. So I know in most service-based businesses, um, there are times where you realize, you know what, this client is really not for me. It's not a good fit. So have you had that type of situation where you was like, you know what, this isn't the type of client that I would like to continue to have in my business. And how did you determine it? It really just depends on what you're willing to, you know, take on or not. I seen a post on Facebook actually yesterday that said you don't have to take every job that uh, comes. You don't have to stress yourself out about, you know, trying to trying to get to every client. You know, it's okay to to pick and choose. And it's okay to say, you know, this client is for me, isn't for me. And you know, we have to match each sitter to the family, you know, which matches well. Mm. And you know, we want a family to match, you know, mobile mommy as well. And, you know, if we just can't mesh well, then, you know, we probably have to break ties. But we haven't had um, many situations. Um, well, that's good. If In that, you know, sort. That's definitely good. So, you know, you're running Mobile Mommy. You're doing this full time now. But you're also a mom yourself. So how do you juggle taking care of other people's children as well as having that balance within your own family? I try to my best to um, schedule around uh, my son's schedule, um, his school schedule, and he's also um, love his grandparents, so he spends a lot of time with them, and so I'm able to be able to spend time with my son and, you know, get my clients on the extra time um, that I have, and also um, the extra sitters that I have, <laughs> you know, they're able to they're able to, you know, take care of different families around uh, Memphis. Absolutely. So for you, um, as you as you have grown your business and have brought on additional sitters um, to accommodate, you know, the demand that you have, what are some of the, beyond the, the certifications or the experience or the skill set, but what are some of those core qualities that you require in anyone that's on your team? Well, me personally, 
my favorite mobile mommy is the old grandmother okay the retired mom and grandmom who've been keeping children for 30 years and over that's most of the mobile mommies um others we have mobile mommies who have degrees in child care development who also have been working with children for a number of years who we have some who have the same story as i am so um that's what we like to um stick with um uh, mostly okay that's cool and that, that's good that you kind of you have already identified and realized what really works well for your business. So I think that's really important to know that. So I saw um, on a photo and probably a post of yours, you have like, you have a parent cam. So it's like a body cam for childcare industry. Uh, yes. It's, it's a um, body cam that the sitter can wear um, if requested, but we haven't actually had anybody to use the cameras because 95% of our clients, they already have cams in their homes so they can see everything anyway. So we're used to being monitored while we're at clients' house, but we've never had to use our own body cam. But they are available for clients to use. That's definitely an added bonus. I think that's it's always good to have um, something extra where you can say, this is something additional that we can provide, you know, just to really kind of make the, the client feel good, even if they don't use it. So I think that's a nice touch for sure. So, you know, you, you've been finding ways to work around your schedule so that you can still um, be a successful mompreneur. But how do you unplug? Family, uh, church and, and, and family. Uh, church is a big thing. Uh, with uh, with my family and it's like we all meet up on a Sunday and church and dinner and that's uh, my relaxation time and just to spread my love around for my family and get it in return that's very relaxing for me that's good you know I definitely don't hear that often but it's good to know and, and not, not to say that people don't feel the same way but I don't think people really express um, cause it's always something glamorous. Like I travel or I do this, you know, I, I run, I, you know, I do yoga, all this, but that's, that's very simple, but it's so needed. It's, you know, just the fundamentals of just family and love are so important. So that's, that's dope for sure. So like been in business two years, um, you know, you've, you've reached certain different, you've reached, reached certain milestones, but thinking back just over the last two years, what are some of the, the challenges that you face as a as a business owner? Oh, there's always a challenge. There's always uh, different things that's going to come up. You know, the all of the what ifs that you think of in the beginning of your business. What if this happened or what if this happened? All of that's going to happen. And you're going to have to be able to handle each one and keep going. Everything, you know, that you think of is, oh, it's going to be a disaster if this happened. Well, it's going to happen. And you're just going <laughs> to have to figure out, you know, how to deal with it and how to get through with it and keep pushing. Yeah. That's real. Like you said, it's going to happen. I like yeah. that because it's not even sugarcoating. Like, yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. So, you know, with when you mentioned it, you know, we talked about social media. You mentioned it earlier. You even mentioned how you were 
spending money on marketing material and things that you necessarily weren't using. But in a specialized field such as child care, what are your, because I mean, regardless of the, of the industry and the field, sales is, still have to happen for you to make revenue. So like, what are, the, what are your sales tips to someone that's looking to start a service-based business that may be around child care or health care or something like that? What are your sales tips to them? To um, market to your client, uh, go to the families um, that uh, need your services. Find out, you know, who's in need of your services and go to them. Go find them wherever they are. Go find the um, communities where they are, where they can get the material to read um, about your business and how you can help them. Definitely. So have you had to like go to, have you gone gone to like maybe um, like com- community offices? Um, I know that the traditional, and it may work for you, um, the traditional like networking events may not be, a, may not be like your lane. Um, but when you say like go to the community, are you going door to door or what? Elaborate on that. I've gone door to door. I've gone to different businesses. I've gone to, um, I have lots of clients that are physicians because they need nannies. So I go to hospitals and drop fruit baskets and my cars off. I go to them, whoever needs my services. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. So I always, I, that is, that's great. You know, I think that the idea of door to door is like a lost art, but it works for this type of business model. So I think that anyone that is anywhere aligned with this type of business model should definitely not omit just old school sales because you know it it can work for sure. It can definitely work. And also the also the new events. Um, I've gotten you know gotten vendor booths um, and you know, set up tables and booths uh, for my business, but I'm pretty old school. I like to go direct to directly to the client. I know that, um, you know, after being in business, one of the things we like to do here on Cup of Ground podcast is just keep it real. So like, what are those things about you? What are things about Ashley that you know has kept you from reaching a certain level of success? That kept me from reaching yep. a certain level of success. Yep. How have you gotten in your own way? Procrastination. Procrastination. If just like now, I have an informational coming up on um, this coming up Saturday. So instead of me, you know, earlier this month doing things here and here and there, I'm going to be up for the next two or three days. It's going to be done, but I could have already had it done and and planned. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that's something that I'm going to really have to work on. Procrastination. I need to be more of a planner. Yeah. And as you plan or plan plan to plan in the future, do you, you, are you the type of person where you're using like thinking of planning? Do you use like an actual planner where you're handwriting things um, or are you more of a digital person where you're using apps to stay organized? Like what are some of those business essentials that you use? 
Uh, for number one, paper and pencil every day. Mm, uh, I'm not surprised to hear you say that. <laughs> uh-huh, To-do list every day. But of course, I also have QuickBooks where everything goes. Okay. And I was um, suggested to get one of those boards to go over my desk and just write things and, and daily affirmations. So I did that. And that's actually very helpful also. Like a whiteboard? Yeah, like a white eraser board. Mm-hmm. Just write your daily affirmations, things you need to do, your goals. And I also, I have to have my to-do list every day, paper and pencil. Mm, that's funny. But you're right, though. Um, my sister is actually the exact same way, and she's mm-hmm. in the hair industry, but she does the same thing. She's like, no, I'm writing it down. <laughs> so that's good, though. So, you know, do you have any regrets? Uh, no. Maybe, okay, let me put it like this. No regrets about opening the business. Um, maybe, I could, maybe I could have handled maybe different things differently. Um, nothing major. Maybe mm-hmm. I could have said this differently. I could have to a client or maybe, maybe I could have priced this differently you know, this week just to help this client or, you know, just small Mm -hmm. things like that. But I'm learning as I go uh, to maybe I should have accommodated this client a little more. So, you know, you be able, as you, you know, grow in business, you're able to learn the do's and don'ts. You're able to learn when you can stretch and when you can be in and when you can't. Yeah. So it was just all a part of learning. Absolutely. That's real. So everyone has their own definition of success and what that looks like for them. We all have our own individual benchmarks of when we can say, man, I actually made it. Like, I really made it. So for you, what what does that moment look like for you where you can say, dang, like, I made it like this is where this is what I this is my dream the dream you you spoke of this was the dream like this is where I saw it what does that look like for you the dream is when I'm able to sit back and watch it all right now I'm working hard I'm grinding Mm -hmm. I'm going in sometimes I just worked 14 days straight so when I'm able to just sit back and check QuickBooks from an island. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I say I've made it. Okay. Then, yes. No, I can relate. I got you. Mm-hmm. My parents are taken care of. You know, I, I feel good right now, uh, you know, just to say, hey, let's go out to dinner. You know, I'll take care of your dinner or things like that. But, you know, I, I feel like I want to take care of them just as they've taken care of me. I completely understand, especially when you speak on um, being able to, to to actually watch your business continue to grow without you having to be in the trenches. Um, mm-hmm. Because as I um, am continuing to grow my, my um, travel business, I have an exclusive travel group where I take 20 um, millennials across the world and the moment that I can 
not go on a trip <laughs> and I can either be somewhere else in the world or in my bed and the trip not only happens, but it's successful. Um, everyone has an amazing experience. They're culturally immersed. They come back in one piece, safe and sound. Then I'll be like, ah, I did right. it. <laughs> I did it. Yeah, so I I get I get you. And of course, you know, the obvious of wanting to take care of our parents, man. I can't wait to be able to do that, you know, and right. then not to have to ask for anything and it I just make it happen. I definitely understand that for you for sure. So, you know, this has been this has been insightful, man. This has been a great conversation. I'm excited to see where uh Mobile Mommy is going. For you, um, I know you said you're not doing enough, which I don't even understand that. You just told me you're working 14 days straight. But <laughs> what do you, I mean, you, you said you want to you wanna help more, um, more families. You want to stretch within the community. Does that mean like bring, being able to bring on more, um, more sitters? Is that what that means for you? I actually tapped into... Um that market that I uh, spoke of, I, I worked on it all year. Okay. I, I wanted to, I'm not gonna, you know, try to sugarcoat it. My services, the uh, nanny services are, you know, kind of expensive. Absolutely. And I would like to be able to cater to families who need my services, but can't afford it. And I was able to tap into that market, and I actually got a, approved by the state um, last month. All right, congrats! Thank you. So uh, now, Mobile Mommy will be able to uh, service children with special needs. There's um, ADHD, autism, um, minor uh, special uh, disabilities, mm-hmm. and the state uh, will pay up to $600 uh, per year just so the family can get a break. That's awesome. That is a huge, that's, that's, that is a huge um, accomplishment. So don't downplay that. Don't downplay that at all. Like I told you, be nice to yourself. Um, (laughs) Like I told you in the beginning, no, because we really are hard on ourselves. I know I beat myself up quite often and I'm trying to get better about it, you know, but I think because we have such high expectations we really set the bar high for ourselves we really want to be successful and for us I think especially being from Memphis that's what we know the grind we know just to get it done and not to really complain about it um in the moment so I get it I understand you um but I'm very proud of you um I'm very proud of you and I'm excited to see what happens next with mobile mommy so let our listeners know where they can find you on social media or on the internet. On social media, you can find us on IG at yourmobilemommy.com. Also on Facebook at Mobile Mommy. Our website is yourmobilemommy.com. You can search the website. You can book. You can fill out a parent information form. Anything you need will be right there. You can also give me a call anytime. 901-265-0631 your mobile mommy awesome thank you so much it's been man this has been good i definitely um can't wait to see what happens next for you well thank you are you done playing games and ready to get out of your own way good 
Go to jadadavis.com today to join my village, download your free startup checklist, and schedule time to speak with me during a free strategy call or think tank. That's J-A-D-A-D-A-V-I-S.com. And as always, shut up, keep grinding.